Welcome into this mini-sode. And uh, right at this time, Jade, I will, I think, be probably landing. I, I don't know the time difference between here and Vietnam, but uh, I'll be <laughs> either la- hopefully landed by this point and off of my journey of yeah. uh, 20 plus hours. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So I'll definitely <laughs> be downloading lots of films, maybe even some of the ones that we talk about today, just in case. You know what I'm always in fear of, Jade, when I hmm. take a long, anything over two hour flight. I'm always afraid I'm going to get the seat that the TV isn't working. Oh, my God. That's happened to me before. Isn't that the worst? Which is why I'm also paranoid and I download everything. Everything. Now, now Jade, let me ask you this. When hmm. you get prepared for a trip, when do you start downloading all of your content? It's usually two days to a day before. Uh, you have to. Of course. I, because if it doesn't finish downloading and then you get to the airport and you're fucked. Jade, have you ever tried to download something at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. How often has it actually made it? Like one time, I got maybe like one like, episode. Thank you. I was gonna say like maybe probably like one episode of something. Maybe a movie. I don't know. No, because you try to even if you try to get on that airplane Wi-Fi, you're trying to like connect. Oh, that's faster. not happening. It is not happening. No, will, no, no. I've tried to do it on the tarmac. As soon as you step past those plane doors, you're it's like done. no more downloads. Yep. That's it. Done. So you have to do yeah. it at least a Josh, day before. I download multiple episodes of podcasts. I download yep. multiple playlists on Spotify. I download shows and movies from every app that i have same you know you know what i'm actually probably gonna do is uh you know by the time it'll mm-hmm. be out for a week when this drops uh, probably but the uh, vikings valhalla dropped Ooh, a few weeks ago yeah, and i think i'm gonna save that just for this trip so probably i've been wa- i've yeah. already watched the entire season by the time i land because of course you're, yeah, you're gonna watch something on the plane so many yeah because yeah. we'll see how if maybe i'll sleep that'll be nice too but well you know yeah we'll see just in case but i always do that i try to pick like a new season that came out i'll Same. save that I'll, I'll put a whole season in there yep. I'll, I'll pick one or two movies and kind of be like okay maybe yep. i'll watch this maybe something new maybe mm-hmm. something familiar and yeah you know for someone who doesn't listen to all that many podcasts i will download like seven or eight podcasts of Same. different things i'm just like okay like, i mean i listen to a lot of podcasts but it's usually like a backlog from yeah. ones that i haven't been listening to for a while and i just yeah and then I don't know if you do it because I know you and your wife are new to Spotify fairly, but you can download full playlists. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yep. So uh, I have GS Spotify. I also, because I have it for free, like Apple Music comes with one of my subscriptions. Yeah. If you don't download either one of those from the cloud, yes. you don't have music on your phone. Yep. So I've made that mistake before where I haven't downloaded playlists. And so I'm going like, oh, I'll just listen to some music. And I'm like, nope. Well, I only have four songs. And I'm like, I didn't download anything. Nothing is yeah, on this phone. Yeah, it's all like internet based. Yeah. yeah. So uh, pro tip, I think we're saying at least one to two days prior to flying long haul trips. Oh my God, Start guys. downloading all your music. Yes. And then also battery backups and charging cords they are your friends yeah i have three battery backups because just in case if my outlet doesn't work on the plane or if i'm on a plane without an outlet or if i'm at the airport i'm not in a seat near an outlet like you just never know yeah always charge your phone like i always yeah. have oh full charge the entire Same. time so that yeah, when i wake up it's, yeah. it's on 100 the day i go to the airport also a pro tip on some of the older planes i've had to show people this before you know, you might not have the USB uh, charger on mm-hmm. some of those. There's actually usually plugs on the seat. It's a like, wall plug. Yeah. Wall plug like down yeah. either under the seat or in front of you on the yeah. seat in front of I you. I bring the whole thing yep. on my carry-on every time. You have to. Yeah. Like uh, my my thing is I always, I have a system. Also, I, down. I have three sets of headphones oh. because I'm an iPhone user. So I have my Bluetooth headphones, my AirPods, right? The corded. Yep. Yep. And then they have the corded with the lightning jack that can also go into my phone. But then I also have the aux that goes into the TV 
on the airplane. So I always usually, uh, sometimes I'll get upgraded to, uh, because of my, my awesome flights oh. to Comfort Plus. <laughs> I will always steal uh, the free headphones I give out. They're like, do you have headphones? So I'm like, yes, I take those all Delta the time. Delta does it in a modern status. Really? Yes. Because they used to charge for that oh, back in the day. I know. And when they came around and they were like, headphones? I said, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I please. take them every time because Same. I'm like, because I don't have enough of the regular style headphones anymore the ones with the jack on what's them. i'm saying is even though i i do still have my old um headphone jacks that came with my old iphone that's an aux but i'm like god forbid those like you know pooed out on me yeah um, now i have my backup delta headphones listen i, I did <laughs> i did see something because i like my noise canceling headphones that i have yeah same. um I did see something that I've thought about buying, but it's a little bit, I don't know, a little bit pricey for, I think, the amount I do, like, actual traveling now. You can buy this little, like, it's got, like, a dongle unit. Like, it has the yeah. mini jack. Yep. But it's a wireless Bluetooth, so you can plug it into your screen. So, I've seen that. Yeah. Reviews on it are 50-50. Ooh. So, I, because I thought about the same thing, because I'm like, I also hate the cord traveling between me and the, the screen yeah. in front of me. Because, then you know, when you, when someone has to get up, especially if you're, I'm an aisle oh. person. So, like, yes. you have to either take your headphones with you oh. or kind of tuck them in the seat or, you know. Unless you're like this man who was on my flight back from Iceland who just walked across and snapped my headphones off into the into the thing. Um, I would have caused a scene that would have been recordable. I mean, like, I would have. They gave me. So that was on Iceland Air. And they also they charged for headphones. So I told her what happened. And so she just gave me a free pair of headphones. And then As told, she should have. And I said, he's not even supposed to be sitting in this seat. This row is supposed to be empty. He just came up and sat in my my row and he's been drinking beers from his backpack so he got um removed quickly nice. and um Good for you. then i sat in the middle and i put in my new headphones into the thing yeah but, by the way brand new headphones that came with my phone <sighs> so, yeah uh, that's uh, that's annoying yeah that, that would piss me off like oh i was not a happy camper especially when you're someone who is fucking not in a seat that's assigned to you like yes hey fucker you're like, just be here if i am allowing you into my row yeah. you should just be like hey fucking move like yeah. you know snap my headphones mm. nope i can't i can't handle shit like that on a plane nope yeah that's, i was I'm, like ooh, i'm gonna be on no, no fly there's, list there's <laughs> etiquette there's etiquette on a plane and that's yes. but you were in the right there like if, if, if you were dragged off the plane people would be in support of you they absolutely would. yeah yeah not yeah, of course yeah. anyway yeah. what we thought we'd do is talk about because jade this apparently is your favorite category of films and that's what i'm talking yes. about yeah. <laughs> is specifically plain movies yes now tell me what what are the limitations of a what okay. makes a plain movie <laughs> so a plain movie means that probably 80 percent of the film takes place on an airplane so there can't just be like an airplane in the film you know what i mean or it can't just be about an airport or about flight attendants who aren't really on a plane. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the TV show, The Flight Attendant, I wouldn't call that a plane TV show because she's barely ever on the plane. That is true. You know, exactly. So for me, this is like the action is typically taking place on the plane, at least like a good portion, even if it was like 60% on the plane and maybe 60% off the plane, maybe the plane crashes, maybe they have to land it, and then they finish out the scene. But if a good portion of the action and the drama and the climax is taking place on the plane, that is a plane movie. Okay, well, this is your genre. Yes. I'll let you talk about <laughs> what's first on your list. We're going to go through, I don't know, I don't think we really decided, maybe three, yeah. three to five movies. Yeah, that sounds good. So first up, um, this is a popular one from the early 2000s, is Red Eye. So, um... This one stars Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. This was probably shortly after, you know, being in Mean Girls and Hot Chick. 
Without looking, this is like 2005, right? If it I was remember. 2005. <gasps> exactly. Ah! Yes. I, uh, I, I have this on DVD, no surprise. Um, but this is about a woman who is kidnapped by a stranger on a routine flight, threatened by the potential murder of her father. She's pulled into the plot to assist her captor in a potential or a political assassination. So this is one that does fall in that category of a good half of the film actually takes place on the plane. And then the kind of the ending takes place off of the plane. But I guess I definitely consider this a plane movie because that's where the tension lies is when she gets on this red eye flight, Killian Murphy basically sits down next to her and tells her what's going to happen. But I remember that scene. Yes. That's the one scene I remember for this entire movie yeah, is that because Killian Murphy was creepy as fuck. Yes. Yeah. And I think what what is so great about plane movies is there's so much tension because you're trapped. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. There's nothing you can really do. You're in this box in the sky and there's only so many options. And so you're just on this plane until it lands with whatever is happening. So I think that's what's so great about this is, you know, she can't really yell for help um, because he's like, you know, if you do that, I'm going to tell this guy your dad's going to die. But at the same time, she's trying to figure out how do I, as soon as this plane lands, how the hell do I get away from this man? How do I save my father? How do I prevent an assassination? And she has to do all this on, the, on an airplane where you can't communicate with anyone, where, you know, not only are you endangering yourself, you're endangering everyone else at the flight. So there's just so much tension that happens in this film. And it's it's a good, it's a, it's a good little thriller. So the first movie that jumped to my mind, Jade, when we were talking about this, and let's see if this qualifies as an actual plane movie mm-hmm. was happened the year prior to oh. Red Eye, 2004, Martin Scorsese's The Aviator. <sighs> a fair amount of that movie um, happens yeah. on planes. Like, yeah, I mean, he's like in a, a lot fighter of pi- plane. And so. a lot of the pivotal moments actually happen on a plane, whether it be one of the plane crashes that Howard Hughes goes through at one point in the movie. True. And there's the kind of climax of him making the hercules the largest airplane fly there's also oh there's one more scene i'm trying to think of there i know he talks a lot about there's a lot also time spent in the hangar like on the planes working on the planes trying to get them airworthy i mean i guess you could say pearl harbor then it's an airplane movie but yeah exactly oh that's that's a story (laughs) jade too soon (laughs) <laughs> Joshua, <Too soon. laughs> um, I guess you could. I mean, the movie is technically it is about airplanes, or it's technically about the aviator who flies them. All right, I'll give exactly. it. I'll, I'll yeah. give it to you. You know what I'm going to say about this film? I mean, you know what? People... The only thing I remember that film is him peeing in, peeing the, in the jars. <laughs> yeah, Jade. You know what I was going to say? <laughs> this is the movie Leonardo DiCaprio should have won his Oscar for. This is the movie. This one. Yeah. Interesting. You don't think the aviator? No. I don't know. No. What 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 should what should Leo have won his Oscar for? Do you think? What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, I I could make that argument. Yeah, I could I could see that because that that still is one of the best. That I would say this Gilbert Grape or Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any one of those. Agreed. Actually, you know what? He and Jonah Hill should have both won Academy Dude. Award for that film. Jonah Hill for sure should have too because that was like that was a big change in his kind of I think like acting career because he was known as just kind of like the like chubby funny guy yeah and even though his character was funny in this film it was a different he became a serious actor yes yeah 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 for sure but for me the aviator I mean 
every I feel like everyone's seen this at some point because it's Scorsese. This was a huge yeah. movie when it came out. It's about Howard Hughes, uh, who was both uh, he was a little bit of everything. He was a little bit crazy. He was very wealthy. He uh, really made his mark on both the aviation industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, owner of what was it? A TWA it was his airline because he was competing oh, against Pan Am at the time. Yes, uh, and he also was a fantastic movie producer as well. Uh, Kate Blanchett also gives an amazing performance in this film as Catherine Hepburn. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, everyone was really in this because it's a Scorsese film. We oh, my have God, yeah. Kate Beckinsale as Ava Gardner. John C. Riley was in this film. Also, Alec Baldwin, Ellen Elda. I mean, Ian Holm. It just goes on and on and on. Oh, but my God. Yeah. And a Scorsese film. film. I haven't yeah. watched this in a long time, but I, I, should, I should revisit this. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I will. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so for number two, guys, we can't not talk about airplane movies without talking about Snakes on a Plane. Uh. 2006. Did we all just go to see this movie just to hear Sam Jackson say that? I'm tired of these motherfucking motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. And we also got one of the best songs out of it, Cobra Starship, who also named their band because of this. Basically, there was a contest to create a theme song for this film. And so this group, basically, they ended up winning, named their band Cobra Starship. I did not know the story. Yes, and that there's that's the theme that's like, snakes on a plane, fuck it, I don't care. You're going, we got cheap champagne, we're going down in flames, hey, oh, I'm waiting for it, come on. I did not it. know that they named themselves yeah. after, this is the reason they were named Cobra Starship. I did not know that was the yes. reason. That's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, couldn't be more perfect in case you guys... I don't know, weren't alive in 2006. It's Samuel Jackson. It's about an FBI agent who takes on a plane of full of deadly venomous snakes deliberately released to kill a witness being flown from Honolulu to Los Angeles to testify against a mob boss. This is so silly. The movie's the ridiculous. Best it's way. Outrageous. It's like yeah. terrible CGI puppet snakes. Samuel Jackson just throwing around F-bombs everywhere. No one on this <laughs> plane makes any sense, but it's... Nothing yeah. made sense in the whole movie. No, Zero not at things. all. Like, like none even of the it snakes was... being on the plane made no sense. It, yeah, there's just none of it was realistic. But at the same time, is also just this great action, funny romp. I mean, Keenan Thompson's in it. Uh, Keith Dallas um, got some kind of like unknowns um, that fill out the rest of the cast. To be honest, it's not a huge, huge cast. No, other the, than Samuel the only Jackson. person I remember in this movie was Sam Jackson. There's Juliana Mar- Margulis, but okay. yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of it, but. I mean, it, it's great. Also, <laughs> I just love, um, I just love the fact that like this, it just gives us the most iconic line in history. Yeah. Like everyone knows it. We all went to the theater to see, I saw this just, movie in theaters yeah. just to see Sam Jackson say basically that line. And like, he'd make a flamethrower on an airplane. <laughs> abs- absolutely. It was so good. Outrageous. Well, Jade, here's another one that might be controversial. I, I think all my picks may be fairly controversial. But I think because of its impact on culture, this is an airplane movie. That would be, I think oh, the early 2000s was all airplane movies. Like from like 2000 to 2006 was all Why airplane movies. Why do you movies. think this is a genre for me? I don't, it's like. <laughs> I'm throwing this out. Final Destination. Ooh. Interesting. I mean, I guess. the Again, pivotal moments of the film is. happen and then flashbacks happen on the plane hmm. because they were all supposed to have died. On yeah, the plane. But that it's only like the first 15 minutes of the film. You True. know what I mean? But it all hinges None on that of, flight. It's the catalyst, but it's not the film. I don't know. Uh, 
It's fine, Josh. Yes, it passes. It's See? Fine. Airplane Final Destination, it's an airplane movie. <laughs> this movie, I mean this and Final Destination 2. Oh. Just the impact these films had on cinema. Like these yes. films get ripped off to this day 20 plus years later. Yeah. Like you can you can put just some kind of reference to a final destination and people know what that is even if they really haven't seen the film yes because they're so iconic i mean the fact that to this day people will not drive behind a logging truck because of the second film is so insane and also like to to think about i mean like the death scenes themselves the like series of events that happens that leads up to each individual's deaths are so insane to me and they're they're so especially Especially because what uh, the first film, like the plane explodes, so we don't necessarily see yeah. the sequence of events. In the second film, we do see the sequence of events, and it's horrifying. Especially because to me, that felt more real. It's very rare a plane explodes, right? Yeah. Car crashes like that happen all the time. Yeah, and that—that's what I think terrified me the most. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why no one is behind. If you're behind a log truck, psychopath. Um, you're when- a psychopath. One time I got stuck driving next to a truck filled with a bunch of those little mini propane tanks. And I mean, it was like hundreds, hundreds of them. And I was like, I am going to die. I'm going to die in a ball of flames. Nope. Um, But a non-plane crash movie. Okay. uh, Flight Plan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also came out in 2005. Uh, Same year as Red Eye. What is... is This was was like a thing. The era of the airplane movie. (laughs) Uh, Clearly had a big impact on me. Um... Also on this on DVD, again, surprise, surprise. Uh, this one is uh, Jodie Foster uh, with Peter Skarsgård. We got Sean Bean in here. Um, and this is kind of another thriller. It says it's about a bereaved woman and her daughter who are flying home from Berlin to America. And at 30,000 feet, the child vanishes and nobody admits that she was ever even on the plane. So I loved this one because this is a little bit psychological where you're questioning if Jodie Foster is actually crazy and yeah. that she thinks because she's told at one point because she's flying home basically the dead body of her husband on the plane back to america so he could be buried and so she's told at one point your daughter also died in that same accident she's also below with your husband and she's starting to question like am i going crazy because the flight attendants and everyone's like we don't have any check-in for your daughter. There was no one supposed to be seated next to you. We didn't see anyone getting on the plane. The passengers are also starting to say, well, I don't know. I don't think I saw a kid. Like, yeah. there's no one that's corroborating her story. But she is insistent, like, no, I think my child has gone missing. When you kind of learn the truth of what's happening, it's a little crazy. And it's so cool because they're also on one of those massive airplanes. I think it's like two stories. Oh, is it? I've always wanted to be on an airplane with two stories and I never have. And it I want to go to awesome. have the full bars. Uh, right? Hello? Does those even exist anymore? Like are people actually Yeah, doing that? when you fly to Dubai. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fly Emirates. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, I, this movie was crazy when it came out. Uh, I want to go a little further into the future, Jade, though, with my next oh. pick. 2012. And that is the Denzel Washington flight. Ooh. Right? That was a good one. I went back and forth between this and Sully, and I know Sully's based on a true story, and it's a great, great film. Like, Tom Hanks is amazing in Sully. Of course. But you know what I liked about Flight? Because they came out around, I believe they came out around the same time, if I'm remembering correctly. Flight, 
I liked the story more mm-hmm. and also the just the mechanics of flying mm-hmm. in flight were so much more exciting because of like the inverted flying that he did at one point to keep yeah. the plane up and like I Which, remember real pilots commenting on that like yeah. being like yeah that could work like that I mean like sure that would be terrifying as fuck like but could like you, that could work Do <laughs> you fucking imagine Jane. Dude, I, Jane, I, I got nervous my pants. when fucking they they start circling too tight and like they're kind of sideways and you're like, why have we gone sideways like seven times? Like what the fuck is happening? I, yeah, like or like sometimes I have to dip a little bit yeah. lower and you're like, to, like the altitude oh, this, and I'm like, ah, ah, and you're like, this is it? A little bit turbulence, like it? the plane shakes. I'm like, ah. uh, <laughs> turbulence doesn't bother me anymore. Like most of the time, I'm like, eh, it's whatever it is. But like, and most of the time, I've, I'm like, I don't usually visibly freak out. Like I'm like, oh no, it's I just in my head. In my head, I'm like, it's it's time. This is it. I just keep going over the thing. I'm like, okay, so the mask comes down. I put the mask on. There's a safety thing. Like, I start going over the safety instructions that I obviously ignored in the beginning. Yeah. But it's, it's it, you're going to die anyway. No, but anyway, yeah. Denzel Washington gives, I think, one of his best performances, which is yeah. saying a lot because he does so many in this movie. Uh, I loved him just playing both like this calm, collected, like amazing pilot, mm. but also this person who's really struggling in his personal life that bleeds over into his professional life. Yeah. Uh, with you know alcohol abuse and it's i mean i think he gives an outstanding again performance and Absolutely. i would watch this movie again i watched this movie like two or three times easily yeah and that's actually you know what that's one i want to rewatch. yeah, yeah it's yeah. great yeah. yeah it's good uh, i think we got time for maybe one more um yeah so i'll just round us out in the end with um also one that we can't go without mentioning is con air 1997 classic um this is you know nicholas cage john cusack john malkovich you know colmini uh, fantastic freaking cast here. Um, and again, for those who don't know, it's about newly paroled ex-con and former U.S. Ranger Cameron Poe, played by Nicolas Cage, finds himself trapped in a prisoner transport plane when the passengers seize control. Um, this is just a classic late 90s insane action film where, you know, you have all, the whole plane is prisoners and... Um, who is it? Uh, who played Cameron Poe? Ooh, oh, the, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yes. So he um, basically is getting out of prison. So he's being transported. So he doesn't really want anything to do with the other like prisoners trying to take over the plane. But he decides to play along, and then he gets on the side of um, the FBA, the agent who's on there, which is played by John Cusack, Vince Larkin, and um, he basically kind of does like almost like a double agent thing. So they have to basically try to take over the prisoners who've taken over the plane, also land the plane without crashing it at the same time. It's so fucking nuts. Again, (laughs) this is one that like makes absolutely no sense. None of it is real. Like, (laughs) this can actually happen. It's so, it's, and also Nicolas Cage's hair, so long, I can't handle it. And it, it, ridiculously long. It's, it's, so many times it's just blowing in the wind with his white tank top. (laughs) But like, this is one of those where it's like, this is an iconic film. Like, people still talk about Con Air. Yeah. You know? Like, this is one that's for the books. In case you guys haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. Um, also, I think there's, like, a really, really young Danny Trejo in here, too. Was there? Yeah. I think honorable mention that I'll say is, I don't think we can leave this conversation without talking about Air Force One, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know that it's my favorite and that I want to watch it again, but, like, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's iconic. I mean, for the time, I remember Air Force One, like... My parents, who don't watch anything, watched Air Force One when it came out, like, in, what, 95, 97, something like that? 
1997. Oh, I, I have a thing. I forgot about Air Force One. I have this thing about dates, like with movies and songs, where I can usually get within. It's wild to me. It, it, I don't know what it is. It's I'm like within three skill. years for yeah, the most part. It's a skill that I can yeah. just like nail all the time. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere in the early 90s without talking about Air Force One. I mean, it was the it movie. I mean, and it was, I mean, it's. It's everything you want, right? Like, it's action. It's yeah. Harrison Ford in his which, peak action. I mean... With that coming out in 97, which is the same year as Con Air. Yep. Two there airplane movies, one year. It's all... And I think really quickly, Jade, mm-hmm. we also have to talk about, since you're such a fan of the airplane genre, mm-hmm. you know there's a new airplane movie coming out. Oh, wait. So not an airplane... Uh, there is a new movie in the genre of airplane okay. that's coming out this year that's been fairly heavily, I feel like promoted and i i could go either way on it it's with gerard butler it's called plane yeah. have you heard of this it's so, josh have i heard of it it's on my list it's, uh, of course <laughs> it's, it, i knew you heard of it i knew it's gonna be stupid but it's called plane it is it's about here's the here's what we have from imdb a pilot finds himself caught in a war zone after he's forced to land his commercial aircraft during a terrible storm. This just found, sounds like fucking Gerard Butler. Like, I'm looking at the screenshots here. He's obviously the captain and pilot of a plane. He has a machine gun going through the jungle in a t-shirt <laughs> at one point. He's angrily talking uh, on a phone. Like We got Mike Coulter, who... Didn't he play um, Luke Cage? Oh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Let's see. Look, here it is. Uh, yep, Luke Cage, also in Men in Black 3 and Extinction. I remember him from Extinction. Yes. Yeah. And then um, Daniela Pineda, who was on the short but brief uh, Cowboy Bebop. And then also, in, and she's in the latest um, Jurassic World films as well. Oh, what did she play in those? I'm trying to think. She must be one of the. She's one of the scientists. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Also played uh, in the Vampire Diaries. Yes. Back in the day, for those who remember that. So that's yeah. interesting. So uh, it actually gets released. It'll be out by the time uh, you're hearing this. So you'll be able to see it in theaters yeah. if you want to go see Gerard Butler. I'm assuming play Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just kind of fallen into the genre now. And I don't think he really cares much about career i think he's like getting that paycheck getting that paycheck yeah <laughs> he's he's making an easy what 10 15 him uh, and bruce willis have yeah. you seen all the movies bruce willis uh, has been making lately i, I yeah i guess he has been it's like straight to dvd style what, like action films what is it with like literally most of our action stars now are yeah. like 60 years old they're like 50 60 years old yeah well because they're still doing that style of film that's not as popular anymore you know what i, I mean guess, yeah i guess you're like, right I, I think we as audiences now go for a little bit more complex plots a little bit more nuance a little bit i think that might be huge I, I don't think that's the average person i know a lot of people that see movies and they see a but, lot of listen, shitty movies but there's like a difference between i would say like a movie like plane and then a, a blockbuster like fast and furious that is true you know what i mean i would agree there yeah i think there's like fast and furious has strong characters and you know the family pl- <laughs> <laughs> Anyone though, but I think it's because it's, it's a simple plot, and you know, just there's like the good comedy. There's like also like some some warm touches to it that involve family. family. <laughs> but anyways, it's yeah, I, I'm gonna watch. I'll probably watch Plane. So really quickly, just to recap some of our movies that we talked about, uh, we suggested for Plane movies, even though they were somewhat controversial. <laughs> uh, Air, Air, Air <laughs> good God, Aviator, Final Destination. Flight, with an honorable mention to Air Force One, and then yep. Jade, you had... Red Eye, Snakes on a Plane, Con Air, and Flight Plan. Well, come back next week, and we're actually going to be 
reviewing a film, a throwback film from 1999. And this has to do because we just two weeks ago reviewed The Whale. And Jade, what are we going to be reviewing this week? Sharps? No. No. The Mummy. (laughs) (laughs) We rehearsed this, as you can tell. JK. The Mummy. (laughs) With Brendan Fraser. Because seeing him in The Whale inspired us. And this is also one of Jade's, I don't think Jade's favorite movie, but one of. It's tops. It's up there. Me and my sister. It's like a bonding film for us. And Jade, I think I've told you this, but. I can't remember if I've actually watched this entire film from beginning to end. That's just insane to me. Like, I, I watch this every I, couple of years. I know the quotes. I know most of the film. I mean, like like me, I think it was most of our sexual awakenings as Ugh. children because yeah. there's not an unattractive person in the yeah. cast whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's wild. So, yeah, there's a lot of bisexual awakenings as well. So I'm going to revisit yeah. it. Jay's going to visit it again. And we're going to give our honest opinion of The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. So come back next week. Bye.